Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the Archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Jeff Thomas, Lucy V. Freeman, and our executive director, Cupa. <laughs> Just... Now, <laughs> what sort of a voice was that? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a Friday. <laughs> it's a Friday feeling voice. voice. Yay. <sighs> We're so relieved, aren't we, that it's we Friday. Are. Yes. Woo. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge, over to you, you say. We began the week with Pat at Harrisman's where he hadn't oh, yes. even bothered to turn off the podcast he was <laughs> listening to before he let her into his kitchen or even asked her what she wanted. She wanted him to do something about Rob. He wanted to listen to his podcast and eat hot cross buns. I'm up to my eyes in work, he said, buttering another one and starting another game of Candy Crush. Well, who'd have thought it? But oddly enough, the bell ringing thing seems to have worked. Alice's first action was to start spraying 50 quid notes around to all the other grandchildren and her second was to become entirely obsessed with wills. She's worse than Peggy now. (laughs) Brian became a little unnerved with the Inquisition and the fact that she kept checking his blood pressure and putting post-it notes on bits of furniture that said Alice Carter, finders, keepers, losers, weepers. (laughs) Paul went to a craft shop and appears to have bought honeycomb balls. Is that what he said? What the hell are they? He bumped into Linda, who conned him into thinking she was the Andrew Lloyd Webber of Ambridge, as obviously he hadn't been exposed to the Mysteries, which was lots of people standing around in a field in dressing gowns, the Canterbury Tales, which was lots of people standing around in a barn in dressing gowns, mumbling incomprehensibly, or every village pantomime ever in which the entire cast walked out the night before the tech rehearsal and had to be pleaded with to return to the production. Paul soon realised that he'd been sold a pup when Linda announced that her idea was cheese. Not wine, just cheese. You can't eat cheese without wine. You eat the cheese to sop up the wine. That's what it's there for. (laughs) Paul said, that's not very gay, is it? Let's do everyone choosing their own country and doing some sort of turn. And happily, the cheese was jettisoned. Linda said softly, it's not often people disagree with me, Paul. It's quite refreshing. And Paul laughed heartily until he found a little figure of Graham Norton on an inverted cross nailed to the front door of the stables. Stella and Adam went for a cup of coffee together. We're trying to look after Brian without him realising, said Adam. Far be it from me, Adam, but I think Brian may have picked it up. (laughs) It's little things like the fact that he's changed the locks and put signs up saying no hawkers, cold callers or family members. (laughs) Stella pointed out that she hardly ever saw her siblings, but that's what happens when you move to Ambridge. It's like joining the Jesus Army. You have to renounce your family and sign your savings over to the village (laughs) shop. By the way, what happened to that enormously expensive bit of kit she bought that no one knows about yet? 
the gold-plated flying combine or whatever it was. Here's hoping the bill for that comes in when she's prancing about the Uffizi. Alice might find out what's in her dad's will sooner than she's expecting. I do not know or care what Kenton's secret ingredient is in the coronation cocktail. Gravy granules, possibly. But what I do care about is why Kenton and Jolene are still married when they clearly loathe each other. They actually go out of their way to make each other's lives worse. Anyway, Justin's bright idea to celebrate Prince Charles getting a new hat is to deck one chosen building in Ambridge with fairy lights like a Mississippi steamship. What that has to do with royalty or anything, I don't know. I also don't know what the hell Jolene was doing to Justin to persuade him to light up the ball, <laughs> apart from getting him bladder dans Chenin Blanc, but he sounded simultaneously tired and ecstatic. <laughs> which clearly means she's better at it than Freddy. Although I would have thought prison would have given him a bit of practice. There was what Tracy described as a bit of a situation with Linda's board. This turned out to be people rubbing each other off all over the place, which sounds utterly filthy and a lot more fun than a normal night out at the bull. And interestingly, Freddy outed Ian as not only a double crosser, but as a wearer of jazzy fleeces. I presume by this... Excuse me. I presume by this... He means those awful Patagonian-style ones that are £15 at Mountain Warehouse and set on fire if you even look at a naked flame and are bought by tourists who go to Cumbria in July expecting it to be warm. (coughs) (coughs) Oh, hang on, my cocktail's gone down the wrong way. Oh, dear. It's the thought of those jazzy sweatshirts. (laughs) Fleeces. Oh, I've just looked, I've just actually Googled jazzy sweatshirt. Oh, no, jazzy fleeces, wasn't it? Jazzy fleece. I bet they're nice. And finally, Linda and Paul have formed an unlikely friendship (laughs) (laughs) like a sort of passive aggressive time lord with a camp and streetwise assistant i can't think why russell t davis didn't sign them both up linda didn't know what a high five was and if paul doesn't was justin's (laughs) money straight up the wall on more honeycomb balls and glitter spray then i'm conchita versed and on a cheering note wedding plans are continuing apace Tracy's going to be wearing a bin bag and Chelsea is going to be her wedding attendant and hold her handbag so she can have a wee in it or something. (laughs) It'll be the usual community affair with Tracy carrying a bouquet made of dandelions that Clary's picked from round the meadow. Jolene graciously allowing Tracy to hold her reception at the pub she works in every night for a reduced fee. Oh, will your generosity know no bounds, Jolene? And no doubt Susan doing the buffet and making an enormous performance out of it. Oh, and Alice going round, asking everyone if she can have a quick squeeze at their will. The end. Well done. You did a great job of um, <laughs> mopping up this week's odds and sods. It really was odds and sods, wasn't it? Very Poor much odds Sarah, and sods. Sarah Double Barrel had a really, really hard time this week, I think. Sarah, Sarah Double Barrel? <clears throat> the, 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 the script writer was called Sarah something. Oh. Yes. I mean, it's quite difficult to be storylining uh eurovision and the coronation at the same time yeah so it is all getting a bit but then they're such odd ideas for both aren't they yes absolutely as you surely it should be that uh something is lighted up for eurovision and then do you think it's all just going to culminate in the same massive explosion i'm hoping (laughs) i think I, I just don't understand because nobody in Ambridge has expressed the slightest interest in Eurovision ever before. No, 
ever, ever, exactly. ever. And, and I can't believe that just because it's Liverpool, everyone's wetting themselves with excitement. It doesn't make any difference. Well, it's very. It was very BBC this week, wasn't it? When, yeah. when Harrison had to explain to Pat. Yes. Is Eurocast on BBC yeah. Sounds? Yeah. It, do you, that, do you think that Music, was sort of radio, like... podcast. That's what <laughs> I wish my wish Pat had just gone. <laughs> Music, radio, po- oh sorry, we're here to talk about Rob. Okay, um, <laughs> more so... about, never mind the incipient threat to my grandchildren. Was... Tell me more about BBC Sounds. It was like the entire thing was written by the press, BBC press. Yes, yeah, it was, week. and and it was yeah. like her entrance was like Acorn Antiques, wasn't yes. it? Because it was so. Hello, awkward. Pat. What are you doing in my kitchen? I'm listening to you. <laughs> then she just goes, "What are you listening to?" <laughs> Or I would have knocked and you would have opened it. But I just walked straight just in. <laughs> spontaneously appeared in your kitchen. And you wouldn't go to someone, what are With you listening to? With my serious to? face go... on. No, you wouldn't. You'd say, I'm really sorry to bother you. You'd you just know, say, what are you watching? It? Porn. It's porn, Pat. Have you ever seen porn? It's great. I love it. it Can't get enough. So, it was just so, he sort of handed her a leaflet about it almost, <laughs> didn't he? Do you think that was a condition? They could only get Rylan if they plugged Eurocast. But she just, I could just, Pat just sort of stood there, frozen. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Hello. She was so... Is this the police station? <laughs> Who are you? I mean, I, and it was so weird because... He wasn't at work. So no, he was no. really inappropriate for her just to be standing. To... And then he goes, "Oh, who are you? Do you want a cup of tea, Pat?" <laughs> Rather than going, "Look, go home and yes. ring your, the local community, you know, the police Harrison, station." I'm sorry, there are working policemen who can help you. Rather than he... me eating my cross oh, cross buns and In watching the porn. Yeah, <laughs> don't mind this. Oh, this old this thing. Don't mind. You, you won't mind if I don't get up. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> I'm used to it. It was very, very awkward. Wasn't it really it? was. Uh, but that made me laugh. But but that's the thing. It was it was it was um, some strange. Some of strange. it wasn't it. Most also, of it was strange. Yeah, because as you said, then there was that strange scene with Jolene. Doing yes. something strange. Yeah. Just when she's going, oh, you could almost hear her getting up again. You know, uh, 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 all right, uh, uh, Justin. And he was like, was that that's bloody marvellous, Feeling. It's a silky one, isn't it? Are you enjoying that, Justin? How about you light me up now? But even Freddie was like... strange yes. coming out of that meeting. Yes, yes. When, with it. Thank you, Mr. Elliot. I, that's, yeah. It was all like suddenly they became a little bit cardboard characters. And also, they? where was the meeting? And why? And <laughs> what's most confusing is he, I just don't really understand. Like, he said he was going to give his money to the Eurovision thing. Yeah. And then, he, well, he might as well have done because he's forking yeah. out for something. It just is all. Yeah. It's just the th- the trouble is as well. It's not um, high stakes enough to care about. No. So it's and there's Susan going. Well, it's a what's in a lot. I have to do Clary when I do so because I just copy your. Christopher. Just say that. It's a once in a lifetime <laughs> thing. What's in a lifetime <laughs> thing, Neil? Um, about you know d- the coronation and everything, and um, 
you know, she's sort of frantically trying to inject some sort of urgency into it. No one else gives a toss. No, Kenton's no. hiding from all his customers in the eating sandwiches in the, in the and nobody's drinking his cocktails. Nobody's it's all, cocktails. it's actually a bit anti-coronation, isn't it? It's just. Do you think Odd. the BBC are being really careful not to be too royal or something? Are they? Are they? Have they brought in this Eurovision fanaticism to sort of give a Republican? So, so we've got the monarchist and the Republican yes. slant going on at once. So there's something for everyone, to a, which to attract inevitably the ends up with nothing for anyone because everyone just goes, <laughs> "What is this?" and stops listening. Well, they 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 have to be massive on Eurovision mm. uh, because Ryland's coming. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good. I mean, I guess if Charles was coming, they would have upped the coronation more. Maybe he is. They, Maybe he's. I a think that. Guest. No, I think they asked him, didn't they? And he snubbed them because okay. his wife's done it. And then he was mm. like, "Look, guys, it's just a really busy month for me. <laughs> it's a really busy month for me." Uh, and so they were like. On. Right, well, fine. If you're not going to bother right, turning we'll get up. Rylan, then. He was next on yeah. the list anyway. We've yeah. got a list that just says the King Rylan. Yeah. That's it. We're going to have cheese and dressing up as countries and, 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 and you can just have a, 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 an illuminated bull. Can I just say that when I came up with the stupid idea for <laughs> our social thing, which was people dressing up as national things... Whatever. You did. I hadn't listened to the Archers, and imagine my surprise when I listened to it today and thought, "Oh God, they're doing that. <laughs> That's a real thing." Yes, but what are they? They're dressing <clears throat> up as the countries, but Ugh. do they have to do a jig or something? They what do they cook, have to do? They, they, could, they could do a performance, cook so they can either cook a national dish or sing a national song or something. Oh, that could get a bit awkward. Mm. It could get a bit like my uh, uh, Lambda audition. You know where I accidentally sang oh, the yes. sun on the meadow is, which is yes, the, Nazi the Nazi song, song. from Cabaret because mm-hmm. I didn't realise it was the Nazi song. Yeah, so it yeah. Could, could get a bit awkward. Yeah, in the bowl. yeah, nationalities jostling. Could get orcs. No, I couldn't really work. I couldn't because I'd lost the plot by mm. then. I, it, there I wasn't think a plot. You, there was nothing to lose. Okay, nothing. Sorry, okay. <laughs> that's why. I I'm not sure what they're doing. They're dressing up. They're choosing the country that they want to represent in the form of food slash a performance. Is that right? Yes. And no cheese. And then it all stops. There's no cheese anymore. Then it all stops, and then they have a piece <laughs> of cake, and then they watch Eurovision. <laughs> But how are they going to, if they've got, it sounds like they've got about 170 people who've signed up. Mm. So uh, it's going to be a full day of, well, it's like Britain's Got Talent. Basically. There's going to be auditions around the block. No, sorry, not. The glo- 13-year-olds yeah, the on, world's on, on, got on talent. roller skates, <laughs> hopping about outside, <laughs> stretching. But they're, God, it's hardcore. I'm, I'd, I'd have a headache already about it. It's ridiculous. I suppose it's the weekend after the coronation, isn't it, though? I don't know. Because there's no way that Ambridge wouldn't be having um, a Coronation Street party or a lunch or, mm, you know. Yeah. I mean, pretty, that's just sort of standard, isn't it? I'd, for Coronation. I'm finding the whole thing baffling. <clears throat> I'm not particularly interested in either thing. But I just think there are some times in the Archers, I would imagine the Royal Wedding was probably a similar time. You know, the, 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 the mm. Charles and Diana. Mm-hmm. Look how well that turned out, wedding. Um, uh, or 
yes, we haven't had anything sort of massive. Yeah, there was really. the royal wedding. Well, the, Will's and Kate was quite a big royal wedding. Did they cover that? That I I feel like they did, but maybe that's because I did a Shambridge. Uh, I think they must have done. It okay. was a massive weekend because that was a three day weekend. I just think the two things weekend. have collided. They've got the yeah. PC-ness of yeah. we can't be too Republican and be, we can't be too monarchist and BBC, mm. so we have to do... So they have to do their David Dimbleby bit and they also have to do um, uh, do the Eurovision bit. Uh, and it's all collided and it's all ridiculous and we just have to suspend disbelief, grit our teeth, get through the next fortnight and then it'll all be back to normal again. Because Which was I'd why rather... that, that made the pat bit even more ludicrous. Yes, when he's did. listening to flipping Eurocast and she's going... Mm. I'm concerned about my son in my <laughs> ex son in law killing my daughter and abducting my grandchild. And he was going, Oh, yeah, this Ryland is brilliant. You know, it's sort of, it just clanged so badly because you're like, No, nobody is taking, nobody really is taking it that seriously. We might, yes, there might be street parties and things like that, but nobody's taking either thing to the level that they are well i actually think it's a shit like, i would have actually enjoyed a bit of um well luckily you've covered it in your sketch i don't know when that's going out but the um i would have enjoyed some susan clary royalist yeah. banter that's yes. always good for a laugh isn't it yes a and, bit and of, we've, um, yeah yes and we've got that in the sketch next week not this thank, week next thank week. god lucy <clears throat> thank god bbc uh, for us thank god yes at least someone is addressing national matters, Lucy. The elephant in the room. Oh, no, sorry, that's Clary. Also, because Camilla has been on the arches and she's she about to be the new queen. She's a big fan. Big fan. Big yeah. Fan. yeah. Maybe they are. It would be... A, mm, yeah. Anyway, it's... Well, the trouble was that this week was... Uh, the, as, as, and it was again, odds it always and sobs, happens. exactly odds as and you sobs, said. Because, odds and yeah, sobs. because we've had the big, um, you know, excitement about mm. is he... Is mm. he is he coming? Isn't he coming? Yeah. And they had to sort of just bumble along a bit this week, didn't they? With other stuff that was a bit. Can you imagine Pat saying to Harrisman, Harrisman, you've got no idea how annoyed the listeners are. They're <laughs> desperate for something to happen. We just need to know Harrisman because Harriet's getting really, really irritated. <laughs> no, because they should have actually fed peep. us a. I think to sort of um, keep our interest, they could have fed us a bit of. Um, Oh, you know when actually when I was sort of only half listening when Kenton phoned Natasha. Yes. And all I heard was, "I'm sorry, who is this?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, Rob's calling <laughs> Natasha. This is amazing. Oh my god, and he's going to pretend." He... And then and then he went, "It's Kenton." And I was like, "It's not Kenton. He's putting on that voice." <laughs> And then I was like, oh, it is Kenton. There has to be a point to this week. There has to be. I've spent an hour and a half listening to this. <laughs> because it's always like as well, what they do in these sort of weeks is the characters forget about any other storylines. Yes. So Freddie yeah. sort of just turned into this pompous um, Wally, sort of yeah. Mr. Elliot, oh yes, oh no. Yes. And Ian and his uh, jazzy uh, faces. <laughs> Although that was actually a really funny line, it I actually, was. I really enjoyed that. When he's spluttering that... with indignation, I like it when yeah. Freddie goes no, and he yeah. gets all high pitched and, <laughs> yeah. and he was going. And, and actually, you, you, you have worked with him. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. I thought <laughs> we didn't hear back. We didn't hear back from Erin. We didn't hear more no. on the. Uh, Twitter old... says that Erin is oh, yeah. a scam. Oh God, Twitter is bloody good. I know, bloody good. 
And that, that it's a coincidence a... that Paddy died two weeks ago, she said. Wow. And, you know, so she's going to oh, ask for help with funeral expenses or something like oh, that. It's going to be a money thing. And then Alice is going to have to give him that 15 grand to cover mm, what they've lost. Maybe. Shit. Bloody hell, Twitter is so no, on it. you did that bit. No one else said that, but yes. No, but that that she's a scam. That would make yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. Because she is too easy. good to be true. Yes. Yeah. That is incredible. Because <gasps> she is going to be a gaslighter. Say, she didn't give any information about Paddy, really, did she? She just said he died. You've well, just missed Because Adam wasn't just really interested, him. was he? No, he just wanted to talk about his pizza van and. Yeah. <laughs> That's I so interesting. Yeah. And it'll be all that thing about. Um, you know, they're trying to meet up and then suddenly yeah. she can't be there at the last minute. Yeah. And Yeah. Oh, what's it called? It's not gaslighting, is it? What's it called when you're... Catfishing. You know, catfishing. She's yes. a catfish. Yes. <gasps> and you know catfishes, they can get apps to disguise their voices. Yes. So I've maybe... listened to the podcast, Harriet, I know. Yeah, they're mm. so good, aren't they? We all have, yeah. So good. We all have. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're all really creepy though, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. That is good. That's going to be an excellent storyline, mm. though. It's probably not true. Good one. She'll just Twitter. probably turn out to just be a perfectly normal. Woman oh, I am just a lovely, normal, lovely girl called Erin. I mean, she did sound really nice. If she if she phoned me and said she was my long lost sister, I'd totally believe her. A hundred thousand pounds. If sure. a Nigerian yeah. prince rang you and said that he wanted you to look after his <laughs> grandfather's inheritance, you'd totally believe him. How much? What? Give, just give me your bank details, sweetie. Yeah, yeah I'll send it right over. Yeah, sorry, Dora, I'm, just, I'm doing my card at the same time. So just sorry, I'm not. You, you put it on an email. Put it on an email, public, because I can't concentrate. Luckily, I've heard those excellent podcasts. Yes, me too. We're all very, very much informed. Yes. Uh, I literally can't even think about what else happened this week. No. I've forgotten already. Even Should we do the emails and see if they yes, jog our yes, memoirs? Yes. Okay. Right, this is from Elizabeth Bartle, who says, Elizabeth Bartle. Lucy mentioned the window at the dairy as being relevant to a possible plot line with Rob. I've been thinking this for a few days now. There must be some reason they've made such a big issue about it, and not just the window, but the intercom system. I think Rob may turn up in the dairy when Helen is alone, but she will switch on the speaker to the, so the whole farm can hear and then see what's happening. The window is an intercom will have saved the day. On the subject of Helen and Rob, I always thought it was such good script writing that Helen, who is generally unlikable, was the character uh, who was the subject of the abuse. She was demonstrating her lack of self-awareness and lady the manner attitude to Susan and Clary very recently, making me loathe her more than Pip. But now I have to have sympathy for her again. Bugger. Even Soppy yeah. Lee is showing signs of a backbone. Double bugger. By the way... Yes. Also, did I... you see that... She says, I think you just missed him would make an excellent epitaph <laughs> on a gravestone. <laughs> yeah, oh, hello, really you just good. missed him. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good, really good. Did you see that photo that Susie tweeted out of... Of her, her and Lee, Lee. yes, sure. in their yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Lee's, Lee's actually very, very handsome. Do you think? I thought. Oh. Yeah, well, I thought he looked f- fine in yellow. Hard colour to pull off. It on is. a man. Mm. I thought he looked quite dreamy, in fact. Really? Yeah. I thought he looked exactly how I imagined Lee. But I thought he looked very God, handsome. I thought he was nothing like... I imagined Lee small, stocky, dark. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Yeah. <gasps> no, I imagined him looking exactly like, I, I wow. can't remember the actor's name, but I imagined him looking exactly like that. Gosh. Yeah, blonde, sort of cheery. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, interesting. Um, interesting. Very nice you know, Matt jolly Bromhead. Photo. Very nice Matt Bromhead uh, messaged me to tell me that my levels were all over the place two weeks ago. And I said, yes, I know. It's all, it all went very wrong. And I apologised. And then We basically said, know even yeah. before it's gone out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he said, oh, no, no, don't worry, it's fine. Uh, thank you for applying. And then he said, by the way, I was listening to Fabrice's review of the Brookfield B&B and thought to myself, David's not going to like this. I really should get out more. <laughs> <laughs> I find myself thinking how the characters would react to certain news stories as well, which is mad, isn't it? Um, Yeah. I mean, well, Mm. they obviously listen to current affairs and podcasts and... But I think if there's a certain farming story, I think, ooh, Linda's, you know, or whatever. That's good for Kirsty or something. Something about rewilding. I'm bonkers. (laughs) Mind you, you not as bonkers as Jeff, who dreamt that he was on a bus in Eurovisia. Oh, I know. He was on a bus in Eurovisia and he was trying to pay for a bus ticket with a cow using cow as a currency. <laughs> He's got into your sketch brain. <laughs> Gone out of well, his own mind. Should I get it? Ray Beddo said um, that when he mentioned Raoul Moat uh, last week, he said, I should have mentioned that the new boyfriend Moat killed was a karate instructor. That was the parallel I was oh, trying yes. to point out. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I remember now. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Yes. That's right. Yes. And he says, a bit late now, yes, but right. when Helen and Lee were talking about places to visit in San Francisco, I was surprised to hear them mention of Hate Asprey being a child of the 60s myself. I wonder how many listeners would understand the reference. Well, I did, and I'm a child of the 70s. I don't know what that means. It's the really, really hippie bit. It's the, I mean, it's probably an absolute shitty now but it was uh the really really hippie bit where people would wander around naked and it was all very peace and love and all that sort of thing so quite mm-hmm. what i can't imagine anywhere that helen and lee would like less to be honest right yeah because although it's a bit I've... anarchic and chaotic and mm. Mm. although actually i can see them both going down that route really yeah well going a bit you know like if they just started smoking more cannabis mm. then you know i think Lee could definitely be become very, very, very chilled. I and reckon might... my theory oh, is yeah. that all the Bridge Farm archers, except Tom, are anti-vaxxers. No. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. But Can you imagine Helen sensible. giving up enough control? But they treat their cows homeop- homeopathically? Homeopathically? Um, no, I think they're, they're too sensible. They're too... Okay. Um, I bet Kate because is they're because yeah exactly. yeah Kate yeah for sure but but the British they they are they're quite um, rule abiding aren't they compliant you think <clears throat> yeah I think so I mean mm. they're they're organic but they're not like uh, fu- f- what's that expression wee wee woo wee wee woo woo wee wee <laughs> <laughs> They're not really. It's gone. It's gone very dark in this room. I haven't got any lights on, and and the shutters down. And suddenly, I'm just sitting here talking about wee wee, sitting on the bed, with just sort of lights flashing at me from the um, from the interface. God. So it's all getting a bit weird. Sorry. Anyway, carry on. Slightly deranged. 
Yes, moving on from the wee wee and the woo. Maybe not, maybe not then. Maybe I'm judging them unfairly. Um, Pat Brown, this is, who says, for the first time I listened to your podcast in public. I was travelling on a coach from Birmingham to Leeds and thank goodness I won't meet any of those people again. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I had been at an academic archer slash Dumpty Dum mashup. Oh mash yes, up. they had the big, the big do. Yes, and so already had Ambridge in my head. A woman called Ness, who does the sound effects on the archers, talked to us about the scene with Ben and Bess. She had made oh, all God. the dog noises. Oh, God. And is so committed. Oh, she did? Yeah. Wow. She wow. is so committed that she lay on the floor, and when Ben said, roll over, she rolled over. <laughs> Needless to say, when I listened to the omnibus, all I could think of was this woman rolling around the studio floor. Oh, I feel bad now. Because... <laughs> Because we was laughing at it. Well, we were just saying it was very slow, but maybe it took her a while to roll over. Maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe she's got an artificial hip or something. That's amazing. Yes. That sounded commitment to a like job. A, that God. sounded like an online yes. sound effect. Wow! Uh, oh, Pat, I would, I'd love to meet her. Pat that, also I bet that was says, an amazing yeah. talk. Pat also says, "I wish I knew how to do a review. I try from time to time, but I can't manage it. I will persist." <laughs> You would definitely get at least five stars. So that's nice. We've got five putative stars from Pat. What I'm going to do, I It's think, a thought that counts, Lucy. I'm going to record a step-by-step guide to how to write a review oh, can on you do iTunes. It like, can you do it like a YouTube person? Can you do it on YouTube? Can I do an unboxing? Yes, please. <laughs> yes. Then I'll really... do a reaction to my own unboxing, and then I'll do a reaction to me reacting to my own I would unboxing. really love to watch you do a step-by-step um uh, bearing in mind you just told me how to put my plug my microphone exactly in. exactly mm. we go through at the beginning of <laughs> is it fair to say lucy every episode something's go, wrong <laughs> isn't it every, it's always very rare that we're quick off the blocks uh, me i'm clear. yeah <laughs> and i always say lucy just do what you did last week to rectify and then the... <laughs> i start crying and say i can't remember <laughs> There's a mysterious button, ladies and gentlemen, called ints. And we don't know what it does. There's actually two of them. And Harriet said to me in a very perturbed voice, she said, because something was, wasn't working and she couldn't hear me, and she said, oh, have you pressed ints? And I said, no. And she said, oh, don't ever press ints. And I said, but what is it? She said, I don't know, but just don't ever press it. So now I kind of think of it like a sort of ejector seat. I'm going to yeah, press it did, and get catapulted you, through the front of the shed. And then what happened the week after? You pressed it again. I did, I did, yes. But you, no, you just have to press phantom power. Phantom power is the only one that That's the 45V one, is it? That's a 48V. 48V. And nobody knows. I asked somebody, an engineer once, hmm. why you had to press it. And he said nobody knows. But Jeff maybe said it's because if you haven't got a power source coming directly into your interface, that's what you have to do. Because it's providing electricity. What? Oh, oh ask like him, because I it's don't not know. plugged in. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it's yeah. So it's so it's so tedious, know, isn't it? All so you just, just want it to work. Oh. I don't need to know why. No, what I want, Lucy, is mm. I come upstairs at like say we're recording at eight at mm. five to eight yeah and it's all set up perfectly yeah. like in a studio yeah and i yeah. just sit down and put the headphones on yeah someone brings me a coffee and off we go yeah you put Thank your little prep much. cup down next to you say <laughs> hello oh lovely to see you 
you. I haven't seen you for ages. How's the baby? How's the baby? No, tell me after. Tell me after. Tell me after. What are we doing? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, record. Yeah. Sorry, record. Oh, uh, oh, go, go, go. Okay, just bring. Oh, sorry, bring me, bring me the script. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, ready? Yes, ready. Thank you. Actually, I need a wee. Hello Hold on. Hold and on. welcome. <laughs> Right. One day. Steve Barry, yeah. this is, he says, no more calling Lee wet. When he okay. told Pat. Okay, well, after after seeing him in that yellow T-shirt, I'm not. Okay. He looked very masculine and, well, no, that's not, that's not the right word, is it? He looked very, what's it, was it of wet then? Dry? Not No, but in the, in the sort of wet sense. Strong. Strong, strong, that's the word. That's the word. Lee is strong. (laughs) He is not. Anyway, when he told Pat to get back in her box, I thought, good for you. I get that she's worried about the potential effects of Rob on Helen, but dragging Tony in as well was naughty. I quite like, bearing in mind her usual infantilisation of Tony, listening to him stand up to her, and it was quite refreshing. I thought that as well. With regards to Elizabeth and Freddie, I have some sympathy for Freddie's position and I thought the bit between Freddie and David was actually quite good. But why hadn't he explained his position with Elizabeth? Yeah. Yes. My other thought, that is regarding Adam's newfound family, one word, scam. Wow. Think about it, trawling genealogy sites and what a coincidence, Paddy died just two weeks before Adam started and just a month after Jenny. And they haven't really done an online scam um, no. storyline. No. That's bloody amazing. People are so clever. I know. I know. Um, something I didn't understand, and mm-hmm. uh, as you found this week, as tedious as I did, you probably don't either, but... No, just what, confusing. Mm, well, why is the picture now coming down? Yes. Because there was no uh, discussion. David said, I'll talk to Elizabeth. Yeah. And then she said, okay, I'll just take it down then. No, but we didn't hear that, did we? No, we didn't hear it. And also, uh, that shouldn't be, that's even worse. I just think that's even worse. It's like they're just, brush- if they just take yeah. it down, they're brushing it under the carpet. Yeah. Because it's for Freddie's benefit. So Freddie doesn't have to confront his relatives yes. past yeah. whereas actually presumably it should be the opposite yes. you should have to confront it and then yeah. do something about it yeah otherwise you're hiding like everybody else hid for centuries well I think Elizabeth basically said to the trustees that well, yeah they're just not going to sell it are no. they no oh yeah I mean it's, yeah it's very yeah but that's another storyline that just suddenly flared up and then just went I- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
I really hope if that's the end of that storyline, I'm actually going to be a bit cross mm. because that really is tokenism. Then, if yeah. that's if that's yeah. the end of it, because yeah. it nothing has been um, accomplished really. No. So I th- I hope that's not the end of it. Um, we've had the shortest email we've ever had <laughs> from Sean Kennedy. <laughs> Does it just say, "Dear"? Ha-? No, I can't be asked. Bye. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's not even that long. It's headed Ian's Jazzy Fleeces. Yeah. And it just, the, the email is just, ha. <laughs> That's it. Ha. Anyway. Well, that is email of the year. <laughs> because ha. actually, I, that was that was the standout line in the whole yeah. week, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Him and his Jazzy Fleeces. Um, James Everett is also referring to the Jazzy Fleece theme. <laughs> Ian has jazzy fleeces. What other <laughs> secrets does Ian have? Is there more than meets the eye with Ian? After finding out about his jazzy fleeces, I have a newfound liking for him. Maybe despite being married to Adam, he may be an interesting and nice guy. Who knows? Hopefully we'll find out more about Ian's jazzy fashion in the talent <laughs> showcase. Also, I have a message for the Archers writers, if they are listening. Where is Pip? Surely Pip should be more involved in storylines, especially if she'll take over Brookfield one day. Some suggestions are, one, Stella takes Pip to Florence as a date for the wedding. Two, Pip enters the Eurovision talent show. Not sure if he has any talent. Pip is illuminated in the illumination (laughs) celebration. She is the best landmark of Ambridge. Thank you for listening. The PAFC Pip Archer fan club, current members, one, he says. Do you remember when Pip found a friend? Oh, yes. Her ex-old friend. Yes, yes. And then... Disappeared. Disappeared. <laughs> yeah. But that was odd, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. They probably should... will come back to that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, well, I guess she's she'll be coming up. It's Pip. Coming up. <laughs> and then after... we'll listen to her for one episode and go, oh, for God's sake. She's driving me mad. I can't bear back. Um... Right, do you remember what the hell is happening here Yay. last week? We need a jingle. Do you remember what it was? What the hell is, what the hell is. Um, now then, now then. Can you just... Can it was you Derek Fletcher uh, wanting to be a Chinese magician. Yes, that was it. Do you any idea why? No. Okay. And who was speaking it again? Uh, it was... Um, oh, somebody was saying to Linda, we've got a big problem. Caroline, Caroline. No, yes, Caroline. Linda was telling Caroline, wasn't Ca- it? Caroline, Caroline. yes. Derek Fletcher wants to be a Chinese magician in Linda's Christmas Around the World talent show. Oh. This later turns into a cabaret evening with Jimus reading Latin poetry, Jazza singing, and the Button Sisters doing a coconut dance. Very cultural. Oh, right. What the hell is a coconut dance? I don't want to go. It's a bit like a hexagonal ball. Is it? No, honeycomb ball. Honeycomb ball. What do you know what I, by the way, I do know what a honeycomb ball is. Do you? Is. Did you Google it? Yeah. I don't, what is it's it? It's like a paper thing, you know, like, um. Oh, like yeah, a, those lanterns, you, you. Yeah. Yes. Like one of those lantern-y things. Like a Chinese yeah. lantern thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, is it not yeah. allowed to be called Chinese anymore? So you have oh, to call it a honeycomb lantern. Oh, do you think that's lantern. right? Oh, maybe that's right, Lucy. Hang on. What, when he kept saying honeycomb ball, I just kept wanting a crunchy, because that's all I could think no, of. No, but I thought he was saying it for the sort of frivolity the sort yes. of you know campness of it but it does look like a sort of chinese no a chinese lantern actually is not like that oh this is almost like this is a ball but but um honeycomby with wiggly pattern wiggly yes yeah 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 okay. you get, yeah oh, well, um go. but 
so but but hang on a minute so was jim in ambridge when yeah i thought i thought caroline had died before jim i feel like jim is a relatively new character i think he was there for like over a decade now wow yeah Wow, that's interesting. It's funny, oh, isn't so it? What, what we year are, was it, that this then? Is, Ambridge is such a village, and we are such villagers that we still think of Linda as an incomer, yeah. even though I, she's been I, uh, there, you know, twenty-five years or whatever. It's weird, isn't it's incredible. it? Incredible. So, what, it is, what year was the? Don't know. Around say. the world. Didn't say, did he? Because if Tilly and um, Tilly yeah. and her sister were around, mm. can only have been about. Ten, must have been because Caroline surely has been died 10 years ago didn't she or has it not been that long i think about five years oh really oh right okay mm. just haven't heard her for a while lucy <laughs> um and dead. also another thing that that yes. made me <laughs> think about of course was you know you said uh that paul had no idea who linda was or, or but he would have done because he saw the mysteries did he or he saw harrison he saw Harrison. Oh yes, in one because of those he shows said you naked. were yes, yeah. So he oh. probably would have found out who Linda was. But anyway, it just Maybe it sort of bugged a bit by harassment. Yes, I think so. Yeah, Pets you forgot to ask who the director was. Um, but it bugged me a bit that he wouldn't have yeah. known who Linda was. Yeah, and especially then to do that seeing his Monty really well with Harrison and going. Oh, Lin- it wasn't Linda, was it? Linda Snow. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but but then was hasn't hasn't Linda didn't Linda befriend befriend someone else quite recently? Didn't she? Oh no, that maybe that was Susan and Adam. I feel like you know when they were sort of high fiving and she was oh, 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 you know having a sort of oh, <laughs> young person friend. I felt like that had happened before quite recently. Well, but only Freddie, but they were never else. at the high fiving. Oh yes, yeah, her and Freddie. Mm. That's what made that's what made me think about. It. Yeah, yes. Um, Thank you. Uh, so this week's what the hell is happening here? Yeah. What the hell is, what the hell is... This is quite is, cute, actually, this one. What the hell is happening here? <laughs> you ran out of steam. Matt, Matt, can you do a Matt, Please. It's broken. And I'll send you my mug. <laughs> yeah. Return. Right. Ready? Yep. Yep. Yes. It's all gone all right. quiet again. <laughs> Have you pressed phantom power? Oh, press teams. <laughs> Can you see him yet, Mummy? I don't think so. There's such a crowd. And they all look the same. He should have worn something different. <laughs> I don't think that would have gone down very well. Oh, no, no, look, here they are. And Dr. Shula. She will look after him, won't she? And Oliver will, too. You really don't need to worry. Freddy's a very good rider. I know, but he's such an idiot. Hello! <laughs> We've been looking for you everywhere. You can't have looked very hard. We've been here ages. It is a crush, isn't it? You both look splendid, I must say. What do you think, Lily? I've seen you look worse. <laughs> I think that's a compliment coming from a sister, Freddie. It certainly is from Lily. <laughs> is anybody else here from Pony Club? Oh, yes. Should we go find them? Is that all right? Of course it is. Yeah, I'll find you when it starts. Thank you. Come on, Casper. Come on, then, Lily. Do try and keep up. And you try to remember I'm not on hall. <laughs> Good advice, Lily. Oh, my God. That's like seeing your kids when they were I tiny. Know. I actually do remember that episode, Lucy, I think. Do you? 
There was a lot feel... of forced voices going on there, wasn't there? Oh, do she come and look. Do come and look. Everything is splendid in this umbrage. This was before we all had to talk normally on the radio. We, oh, do let we, us, Mary Poppins. Was allowed to talk like this. <laughs> yes. Oh, Mary Poppins, do let us go. Please, Mary Poppins, do let us. Oh, Mary Poppins, may we? Mayn't we? Oh, my Whereas God. nowadays it would be, oh, what, Mary Poppins? <laughs> be Chelsea. Oh, just... Hello, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Even Elizabeth. Elizabeth sounds much younger. Yeah. Everything like looks Margaret. splendid. Yes. You must, you do look pretty splendid, I must say. <laughs> Sheila sounds exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah, I think I do remember. Am I allowed to say what I think it is? Or am I, give, am I spoiling it? I think people will know. Even I knew what that one was. That was the first time Freddie went on a hunt? It was, yeah, I think it was, it was either the hunt or a point to point. I think it was right. the hunt. Yeah. I th- I, I, that, re- that episode genuinely rings a bell. And right. now I think, God, I must be old if I can remember <laughs> them when they were kids. Blimming heck. But then I have been listening since I was a child, so... Fair enough. Wow, that's so funny. Oh, I'd like um uh I'd like the real Freddie and Lily to hear that, yeah. wouldn't you? I wonder it wasn't them, was it? Then No, I, I don't well, I, I doubt were. it. They were usually the daughters and sons of the actors. <laughs> or maybe just the local theatre school. Remember, I'm not on a horse. Well said, Lily. <laughs> Whatever it was. Mm, yeah. Um right, this is David. Oh, 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 oh can I just ask one thing? Sorry. Do you, was that episode? I mean, I know we're going to find out next week, Lucy. Yes. But was it? Was that before Nigel died? Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I remember when yes. he died. Then there was a lot of stuff with horses, and oh, that was, was with his old horse, wasn't it? That yeah. Enormous one. And, yeah, um, and they had they went and had Freddy, bonding sessions yeah. with the horse. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, I love listening to those. I absolutely love listening to those. Don't you? Yes. I feel a bit sad and happy at the same time. Time passing. Um, this is from David Thomas, my friend in Wales. Oh, who yes. Who has the organic gin distillery. In oh, yes. Coffee, coffee. Yes. Bor- <laughs> Borada Lucy Ahayet, he says. Borada. I am just writing to say how wonderfully observed and written and acted the scene between Brad and Chelsea and Den was this week. I thought that Chelsea showed her vulnerable side, but she was also very strong in mentioning her um, termination to her father as being almost incidental. The scene was also packed uh, with details that identify and embed the characters in our mind, like Den's weak joke about the lager refill, more nasal harumphing from Chelsea, and Brad slurping his drink and commenting on the rice. For me, the scene was just perfection and reminded me of how good the archers can be and why I keep listening. I can't believe that Den has changed his spots, but let's wait and see. I must also mention the C word. No, not that one. The <laughs> Corra Bloody Nation. I know that the archers represent so-called Middle England, but can we at least have one dissenting voice? Here in rural Carmarthenshire, I am yet to meet anyone who isn't resigned to avoiding the whole thing. Meanwhile, our supermarkets are filled with tatty memorabilia that everyone is studiously ignoring. Can we please have a bit of Republican balance? Who would Ambridge's staunchest Republican be? My money would be on Jim or Hannah. One other thing. <laughs> Hannah, yeah. A jazzy fleece is an oxymoron. I live <laughs> in the countryside and believe me, fleece is only coming two shades. Wet cement and cow pat. So where on earth is Ian getting his fleeces? 
I adore your podcast. It makes me laugh out loud. I have to listen on headphones as my husband is an archer's refuse neck, so I get lots of quizzical looks. He doesn't know what he's missing. Well, that is the BBC all over, Lucy. There we are going, it's terribly Republican. (laughs) And then somebody comes on and goes, it's so bloody royalist. (laughs) I think Jimus has been very quiet recently, and I really doubt that. I mean, he'd just start waffling on about, you know, uh, Roman emperors and things like that, wouldn't he? And say, well, of course, what? They they used to behead cockerels and da-da-da-da-da, and that's what the pit that he'd be interested in. Um... I think Hannah, Hannah would be definitely anti-royal. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's interesting though. Actually, isn't it Mm. that oh that we well we were just saying we think it's sort of more Eurovision than coronation, but maybe that's what how we've heard it. Uh, I don't want it to be more coronation, but I also don't want it to be Eurovision either. I just want it to be about the flipping storylines it was about three weeks ago. But the, the I, I totally agree, actually. The Den-Brad-Chelsea scene, I thought was really, really good. Yeah. Really well acted, wasn't it? And she, the way Chelsea almost warned him off and yeah. said, like, I know but then he's she a broke... little bit vulnerable. Don't you, don't you think you can manipulate him because I've got his back? Yeah, but then Chelsea broke, didn't yeah. she? He really yeah. got her. Yeah. And, yeah. Anyway, had a turbidation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Had termination a couple of weeks ago. That was fun. That was really brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. Just very yeah. uh, believable, that scene. Do you believe in, is, in him? What you... is he playing at? Oh. Very random to just send yeah. your ex-wife 100 quid. Yeah. I think probably just go around with a bottle of champagne or something. Yeah. Odd to send a check. No, there's yeah. something not right there, isn't, isn't mm. there? Something going on. Unless <sighs> it becomes a but story. But no doubt... Like, they will handle it nobly because they are the British working class. And we apparently they are without the Corbins are just without fault. We must they must always rush in to save everything and everybody and be completely marvelous all the time. Which it was great, Jolene, to let us have the bull for nothing. Oh, sorry, no, she's charging us two thousand my... pounds. <laughs> she's so tight. Isn't I know. She? I was like, no, it's surely. For God's sake, like oh, Chelsea's yeah. literally run, like it always seems to be yeah. run off her feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You finally found a reliable staff member yeah. who's give her a your night. Your been patronised by her family for yeah. years, and you can't just let her have one room for one flipping night. Yeah, but Ugh. Kenton was saying, wasn't he? The winter fuel bill bills. Mm. Oh, actually, weren't they? Didn't they in the winter? Didn't they? Weren't they supposed to have those? Um, nights where people could just come in it was yes. a what was it called i can't remember uh, that, yeah but people come in and uh, they don't have to pay anything anymore, yeah right? a warm space yeah or something. heat yeah. or heat or feet or yeah something. i think they didn't bother doing that <laughs> so tight aren't they and also it stopped kenton having to sit upstairs and eat sandwiches he had to actually <laughs> come down and be behind the bar of his own pub jolene turn the heating down if i turn the heating down kenton i can't wear these tight Tops. <laughs> I love somebody's eye out. Um, <laughs> this is from Mr. Matt Rodriguez Payne. Ah, um, oh, no, Matt. I won't read that now. I'll do that when before we play here because it's linked to. He's okay. actually found a cool, link cool. this week. He's very excited about Great. it. Great. Um, now, did you used to like Dame Edna Everidge? 
Oh, Lucy, darling. She was one of the first people that I tried to impersonate. I was forever making her glasses. Really? You know, I don't know. We must have, me and my friends must have dressed up as her all the time because I just remember constantly cutting out cardboard Dame Edward <laughs> Everidge glasses. Yeah, loved her. Libby Purvis did an amazing tribute to her at the weekend and said oh, really? one of her favourite lines was uh, Dame Edna standing at the front of the stage and picking on people and looking at this woman and going, it's lovely to see you've dressed up, darling. No, you've dressed for the occasion, darling. Not this occasion. You look like you've... <laughs> You look like you're dressed to help some help a family pet give birth. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Anyway. Um, oh, she is so... Oh, yeah. Ed so Price funny. has emailed us and said, Oh, since November, he says, I've been working at the Department for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs, which I describe to friends as the Department for the Archers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I should kick off an underground campaign to rename it from the inside? Yes! yes. Defra will now be called the Department for the Archers. Um, he said, the collective gasp that I'm sure everyone let out when Paul told Linda her ideas were a bit dull, which of course I loved, along with Linda's gracious response later in the episode, made me think of a clip I'd watched earlier in the day when I got into a YouTube hole of Dave Medna RIP clips. <laughs> oh. I thought you might enjoy it too. And he's, I can't take the audio off it, but... If you go to YouTube and look at Will Young on the Rob Brydon show, um, oh, Will Young accidentally makes a brilliant gag and actually sort of discomforts Dame Edna, which never happened normally. <gasps> and Rob Brydon, it's really funny, and Rob Brydon says, I think you've just made the worst move of your career. <laughs> <laughs> Upsetting uh, Dame Edna. Oh, but it's very funny. funny. It's really, really Oh, good. I haven't seen that. Oh, maybe we should put it on Twitter. Yes, good idea. Um, he says, come to think of it, did Dame Edna ever make a cameo in Ambridge? If Ryland can do it, then I'm sure she should have done it. Oh, darling, that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but what could she... Oh, Hello. What can I get you? It would be... Um, Hello, darling. I've just come in for a bounty. It's, it wouldn't really work, would it? I can't imagine what she'd be no. doing. No. Oh, uh, talking of, uh, of, of the campness, we must now cross to BBC Radio Borchester, where Febreze is doing an outside broadcast foraging, God help him, with Kate. <laughs> Radio Borsetshire. Colleen, Colleen, I need to ask for a pay rise, or possibly a bonus for being best celebrity on Radio Borchester. I need to spend a lot of money on my woohoo. It has failed its MOT. Insufficient tread depth on the fake fur trim. Do you think they will let me have one? I need it now, really. Yes, now. Oh, oh, now. Hello, hello, this is me, Fabrisa Felpersham, looking like I just stepped out of the salon, because I have. Today, we have me, doing foraging. Not really my sort of thing, as I like my food to come in at least three layers of cling film, but I suffer for my art. And now you have to, too. Hello, good morning and namaste. Welcome to our foraging session in the rewilding... 
a bit of umbrage. Do you all have your wellies and waterproof? Ha ha! Don't be silly. I have pony skin cowboy boots and a Prada poncho. That will have to do. Er, that's disgusting. No, it is not. It is this season and the very style. No, pony skin. I don't want to stand near you. Think of the animal that died. Well, I don't want to stand near you. Think of all the nylons that died to make that kagoolie. Hey, hey, these are not the vibes we want. Let go of that negativity. We're here simply to enjoy nature's bounty. Oh, I love bounty. I would also like to enjoy nature's mint arrow, if there is one. Okay, let's concentrate, please. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, to only eat what Kate tells you is okay. There are things in this woodland that can kill you very easily. I didn't know Helen was coming. Right, off we go. Breathe in deeply and make all your senses aware of the beautiful sights, sounds and smells around us. What can you smell? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, 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 sorrel. Well done, Krusty. That's right. You can put your hand down now. Anyone else? Leaf mould. Tom Ford. Well done, everyone. We're really getting our senses tuned in. Now, can anyone smell garlic? Sorry, yeah, I had a tic-tac, but it doesn't seem to have done much. No, this is wild garlic. Ransoms, as it's also known. Lovely white flowers. Can we all see? Now, interestingly, it can be very easily confused with lesser bog trotter, which can result in severe stomach pains, crippling diarrhoea and withering of the limbs. It's fantastic for the hair, though. Now, who'd like a taste? I vote Mia. I can't. I'm not sure it's vegan. It is under a bush in a wood. It is not going to have rubbed up against a sausage. What about you, Krusty? Will you be my guinea pig? After you, Kate. Okay. See? Nothing to fear. On my foraging course, we could see the man doing this, and he said how delicious it was. Mmm. Mm, 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 mm. What do you mean you could see him doing it? Weren't you there? Oh, yes, on Zoom. It was a three-hour course. Fascinating. Oh, excuse me. You told me it was a proper course. You said you had a certificate. I do, from the Ray Dance Virtual College of Witchcraft, Foraging and Plumbing. Plumbing? Yeah, something to do with an NVQ grant. Right, now, if we're all ready to move on. Gosh, it's got quite hot, hasn't it? Follow me. And so, back to the studio. Oh, why is Kate running all of it quick? Oops. Oh? And so, thank you to me and to Krusty Miller and Kate Macaroni Aldridge. And we hope she feels much better and is out of intensive care very soon. My advice about foraging is... Don't. Go foraging in Waitrose. Wear a kagoolie if it make you happy. Bye! Radio Borsetshire <laughs> Thank you very much, Fabrice! Um, now, if you would like to visit patreon.com and look up Ambridge on the Couch, you can support us at any subscription level. 
You can find us on and Facebook. And you can come to our thing. Yes, our thing, which is March the 8th at 8 o'clock. Is, is, it, is it Eurovision or Coronation? I can't remember. Eurovision. Eurovision. The King and Queen Coronation of Eurovision. One. <laughs> That's what we'll do. Maybe we'll just stick with the Queen of Eurovision. Coronation. more like it. Coronation. And um, uh, it's we, what yes. we're doing is various characters from the village have mm-hmm. nominated songs what that they doing. like. Yeah. yeah. And this is what we're doing, yes. And <laughs> I say we, <coughs> uh, and um, and then uh, we all uh, the the listener that we play a little uh, clip of the oh, yeah. of the song and the video, and then we vote yeah. on on who who is our favorite. Oh, act. that's a cool idea! Mm. Great idea! That'll be yeah. fun. Yeah. And that's on the eighth at 8 p.m. May the eighth. Yes, May the eighth, eight p.m. So yes. yes, you have to sign up as a Patreone. Yes. Patreone. Yes. Yes. Can you be a patron for like two months if you just want to come to... Some people pledged a pound and left the day after. So there we are. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. You know who you are. (laughs) You've let me down. You've let the school down, quite frankly. Lucy, every little helps. It's like wanting to write a review. It's, you know, it's the good intentions. (laughs) Hello? Um, What? Sorry. Oh, that was Siri. Siri? I don't know. Go away. Siri sometimes just comes comes up and oh. and discomforts me. Oh. Um, uh, I think sorry. you're slightly losing your marbles in that dark room in a strange uh, No, house, I've had to put a light on because it was I, really, it, really I was scared. I was literally talking to you in pitch blackness Ooh. and it was very intense. Quite Ooh. fun, but yeah. It's like those um, really late night podcasts. Do you listen to Uncanny? No, you wouldn't, would you? Because you no, pain yourself. No, what's that? Well, I, the oh, Danny so, Robbins no, one, the ghost no, one. No, I can't. I no. just can't lose it. It's too scary. I know. But, but also the very dark room was making me very very tired oh okay <laughs> Did right. you hear well, me we're nearly done now we're nearly done <laughs> just <laughs> pinch yourself shake your head in the Netherlands um, Brrr, yeah. Italy <laughs> what would you go as <laughs> I'd go as Italy I can only go as England I'd never pass as anything other than <laughs> English oh you could do Swedish Lucy I could not you could you could no. You could do. You could do Austrian, Swede. You could put some little plaits in your hair, and put tie them like up a hefty dirndl woman. That's what I could be. Put a bit of lederhosen on, Lucy. Yeah. Oh, I think you'd. Yeah, there would be a lot of merriment in the quarters <laughs> if you walked in in your merriment in lederhosen. the quarters. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, now this is Matt's uh, yeah. this thing for this week. Email. This song yeah. for this week. Yeah, uh, and he said, um, "This is a song which is connected with fire in, right?" Oh no, fire in, um, and he says it reflects the general anger and passive aggression in Ambridge at the moment. E.g., Justin's competition making some people hate him even more. Ian angrily stuck in the kitchen while entertaining. <laughs> and then nicking Freddie's country for the strange cheese-based Eurovision event. Alice is grilling of Brian regarding his will, with him thinking it's rather crass to be asked, which yeah, I have too to bloody agree, right. too despite right. it coming from Brian. I know. And he said the list will probably be considerably longer by the end of tonight's episode. Yes, it's probably about <laughs> the three names you can add, definitely. Um, yes, no, I completely agree. That was outrageous. You can't ask somebody what's oh, in their so will. Oh, it's so rude. Even if it's your flesh and blood, it's none yeah. of your bloody business. Well, she did say it as a joke. Let's hope yeah. there's no cop, yeah. there's no... Br-. And Brian yeah. just went... <clears throat> anyway, I'm yeah. just going to go and... Yeah. 
Jekyll I wonder Hamster. now, but now, what is it? Well, now I need to know. I think he's left everything to Rory. Do you think? Mm. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. That did cross my mind. Mm. <gasps> oh. Imagine that. Mm. Anyway, oh, and sorry, yep. I forgot one. Claire Everett. Uh, do you remember we t- said yep. last week that the Everett's needed to have their own podcast called Everett's on the Shays Long? Yes. Uh, laughing along at the dysfunctional family with Erin teenage sons <laughs> that you were discussing, then I realised it's my family you were talking about <laughs> and not the Grundys. At which point Mr. Everett walks in. He's what we call a silent character. Because you asked last week if there was a Mr. Everett. Apparently there is. Yeah, yeah. Hooray for the return of Stella. Has she been in hiding with the nudist drill? Is that the reason she hasn't taken a day off since Christmas? Anyway, got to Dash. I am off to source a Colin the Coronation Caterpillar. Of course. Her. Um, I love the fact that Stella's going to Florence and I wish we could go with her Yes, to a wedding. I'm very excited. What I'm going to a 50th birthday in Florence. Are you? Oh, in the summer. I love you. Yes. Um, yeah, her sister had quite a nice name. Lila. Lila, yeah. Lila. Lila, come and Lila over here. Yeah, I, I, I wish we could go with her. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that would actually be a really good week. Yeah. To just, you know... Have our ears in. No, it'll be a family wedding abroad and there'll be an enormous bust up. Everybody I know that's had a family wedding abroad has ended up with everybody sulking and not speaking on day And being three. a bit resentful at yes. the uh, prices of the hotel. Yes, yeah. how much have we had to spend to be here? <laughs> I could have had a row with her at home, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so you probably won't know this. Here we go again. But anyway, let's yeah. try. Thanks, Ready? Matt. Yeah, let's do it. Boxing round the room in your little blue silky shorts, Harriet. Oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) definitely. So, what was that from? Uh, Rocky. Yay! Yay! I've never seen it, but I know the music. I haven't either. The only bit I know from it is uh, Adrian when he just keeps shouting that. That's the only bit I know when his face is all smashed up. That's all I know. It's great, great, great theme music, though. It is great theme music, and also it is quite. Uh, well, it, it's all a bit passive aggressive, as Matt said. It's yes. all a bit passive aggressive. Uh, no totally. one's having a full-on getting each other warmly by the throat and shaking it. Row, are they? No, so but everyone's so. just annoyed with each other. Yes, generally. grumpy. Yeah, it's because that's so what village events holidays. does to you. Yeah, yeah, just because you think a oh, lovely bank holiday. Oh, no, what do you mean street party? Oh, God, there goes the bank holiday. And now you don't have a line because you're up at quarter to seven making sodding lemon meringue pie. Because we're having a street party. I'm not organising it, but then I... You don't live in your street. Oh, you do now, don't you? Well, I will be living in our street when it's the street party. But then our neighbouring street Mm. has invited... uh, uh, My friend who's on the neighbouring street suggested to me that we 
join forces. So then I put that to my street. No one replied. Oh, no. And then now my friend on the other street is like, how many people want to enter (gasps) our cake competition from your street? And I'm like, oh, God, I've got myself mixed up in something dreadful here. Because I think my street are just thinking... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, who is this? Lost all my numbers. (laughs) Just say it's Kenton. (laughs) Lost all my numbers. Don't know who any of you are. La, 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 la. Broken. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to do that. (laughs) But I know what's going to happen. I'm going to be the only person yep. from our street. You're going to be making cakes for your for street, their street, everybody's street. I'm, I'm going to have to make tons of cakes and pretend they're from all of yep. my street. To, yep. Oh my god! Yeah. Anyway, whatever. That's and the, and and that's the thing. The the um the what's the word? Oh my god! I'm so tired. The bank holidays, result. street parties. Oh my holidays! You know when you get to the lesson is the lesson is yes. Never involve yourself in any organisation of anything. Of a, yeah, I wasn't even in the organisation. I just just never. I just don't know what. I, I just should. I should have done exactly what you said. If somebody pops you in a what's can, can they ask you if you want to be in a WhatsApp group? I mean, can you say no? No, no. You but can, that's you, not no. fair. Yeah, you do. I mean, you can you can remove yourself, but then that's rude, but isn't that's it? Rude. <laughs> that's and then you immediately decla- not. Yeah, just well, as you said, the first I'm two buttons you press a... are join and mute. That's it. You don't need any I'm other buttons. I'm still in a WhatsApp group that was set up about four years ago for a book club that I've never been in, <laughs> but I'm too embarrassed to mm. <laughs> to to say because yeah. to say I'm in a company WhatsApp group, group and the company went bankrupt <laughs> in 2002. <laughs> It's too awkward. It's so rude, isn't yeah. it? It's just you but can't they leave. Just put you in without. No, asking. you're right. You're right. There should be a. Yeah, you're totally right. But then it anyway. would say, "Would you like to give a reason?" No, <laughs> not really. Just don't want to thank you. It's awful. I've got a life, uh, and I hate everybody. Go away. I hate WhatsApp. Yeah. It, it basically rules my life and I hate it. It stresses me. But I don't have it, like, I have to go into my WhatsApp to because I can't bear to have it pinging at me. So Oh, I see. I have to go into WhatsApp to check the messages. Okay. They, which is good, a good thing, I think. Yes. That's I like took everything a... off my phone and I can only get things on my computer. So What? So, so Twitter's <laughs> on my computer and... Um... What about messages, though? Uh, you, you must be able to get text messages. In work hours, the text messages come into my computer. Wow. So That's because cool. otherwise, you, Jerry Seinfeld put it very well. He said, when someone rings you, yeah, they're basically at work, you're at work, and somebody comes and sits on the edge of your desk and shouts, I want to talk to you now, I want to talk to you now, I want to talk to you now, and you can't, you can't put up with that for too long before you crack yeah. an answer. Mm-hmm. And it has to be under your control. And this idea of the always-on culture and always being available yeah. is really, really damaging. And you have to be able, you have to control it. And the way you can control it is by saying, "When I am at work, I will answer right. these things." And that, that will be good. on a work thing. Yes. Yes, that's good. It is about control, isn't it? Because yes. as soon as you open your phone up, 
Yes. And there are people going, I need your attention. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I need you to answer this banal thing. Or Join look at my this... group. Yeah. Join my group. I've made a group. <laughs> I put a picture on it and everything and an amusing name. <laughs> <laughs> and also, sometimes you don't know who the hell it is because no. they've changed their name to yes. like, I love unicorns that yes. are multicolored. Yes. And so you don't, literally mm. don't know who it is mm. but that's okay i just answer them anyway <laughs> sorry what <laughs> sorry i died <laughs> harriet died sorry harriet left the group <laughs> yeah. harriet had a spasm of guilt and rejoined oh my god you've got to, i've got to send you this david sedaris that i heard the other day and it was about uh, people who say passed instead of died, and it made me. <laughs> oh no, I heard it! I heard oh, it. Yes, really made me yes. laugh. He's so funny. Oh, he's brilliant at talking about <laughs> oh, the things that make people squirm <laughs> up with embarrassment. He's just there was some really funny lines in that. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you go and um get out yeah. of bed and into another one. Yeah. And... No, I'm just going to go to bed now. Okay. I'm just going to basically. Log out. Roll, log out, roll over, and that's it. <laughs> roll, yeah. um, and I'm going to dance around uh, the studio in my little silky shorts to the Rocky theme tune. Fan- um, before you put your lederhosen on. Before I put my lederhosen Fantastic. on. Fantastic. Yeah. Do do do. Bye bye, everybody. Do do We love you long time, and do-do-do. we will see you next week. Do do do. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.